see me rolling, 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 roll, barking, barking. Forget about it. Forget about it. So steak, stinking, stinking. No, we're not stinking. I hope not. I hope I don't stink. I hope I'm not a musky husky or a musky bear. This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Well, hello and welcome to the show, everybody out in the Potterverse that listens to our podcast. I am Barely Normal, and with me, as ever, is my present co-host, Tabin. <laughs> as with you, as you're ever present, am I your present co-host? You're or? my present. You're I, my present. <laughs> Yay. I hope it's a good one. Um, you're a good present. You're fun to unwrap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fluff, um, and and that's interesting because it that's one of those if you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, it's a totally different thing. So you could say, and with me is my ever present co-host Tabin, or with my ever present present. You don't present. Know, I any, present you Tabin. Ta-da, bark or something. Anyway, hi, every fur listening out there. Uh, my name is Haven. I'm a pup. Bark, bark. Thank you for listening to our show. Welcome to another thing. Right. And did you have a good week? You know, today is January 2nd, which means if people are listening to this when it comes out, a lot of them are very hungover. Are, like what? Over the pantry? Or like, why would they be hung over it? They're hung over a lot of things because oh, okay. just a couple of days ago was New Year's Eve. And if you did it right, you should have slept all the way through the first and woken up on the second. Okay. And and then you have to dry out. So that's why you're hung over the uh, laundry rack. Is that Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Good, good. Exactly. Good. I'm glad I, I got this straight in my little fluffy brain. Right. So it's it's 2021 now. 2021. <gasps> 2021. Right. Right. Did you make any New Year resolutions? On on New Year's, actually, so yesterday I did spin around a lot. I did not chase tail because uh, we know about that, but I participated in the spinning with my tail. So I did have lots of revolutions on, on New Year's no, Day. So that was good. No, no, no. Resolutions, not revolutions. Resolutions. Resol- so like, is that the what happens when you, like when you burn a fire and stuff and that black stuff, that's resin and that's your- Resin. Resolutions, yes. yes. Resolu- okay, good, good. Yeah, so I did make lots of the, those. Yeah, good. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Good, good, good. That's nice. And how about you? Did you have any revolutions? I had no revolutions, no reservations, and no resolutions either. N- nice. Yeah, we had a few people over New Year's Eve, and um, there was some hot tubbing and some whiskey drinking and some candy eating and some game playing, but that was about it. That was about it. I did like a 50 million things, but you know, but that was about it. Yeah. You know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget about it. (laughs) So last week we used a lot of big words, by the way. We did. (gasps) I promised all our listeners that I would look them up and tell you what they meant. That's right. Did you do that? I did. So the first one you said you thought was a word that just you and your hubby used, which was slumgullion. Ah, yes, the slumgullion. And do you know what a slumgullion really is? Oh, it's a real thing. I mm-hmm. must say I don't know then. Oh, well, um, according to Mark Twain in 1872, it is a cocktail. Oh, and down in Louisiana area, it's a stew. I see. So slumgullion is a stew. So what's for dinner? Slumgullion. Ooh, yay. Hooray. Yay. So, that 
Right. Which and the first time that my hubby said that word to me when he was making something, you know, he, he does that. He, he'll just like throw a bunch of stuff together, what he, whatever he's making and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be a stew or whatever. And um, first time he used that word, I was like, that doesn't sound actually very appetizing. So I'm not really sure if I'm going to like this or not. The second word that we talked about was strumpet. Let me guess: is it really a trumpet? That struts around like a rooster. It is not. Oh, okay. it was part of your story, your PC story. Oh, that's right. That's right. He said that he was dressed up like a, a holiday strumpet. Oh, and yeah. But what that is, it's a disparaging word for prostitute. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Well, um, not that, not that prostitute Santa. isn't a bad, isn't a, isn't bad enough, but to call them a strumpet is like even worse. Just, just. <laughs> I guess you just don't do that. Santa, where, do I that. think it was Santa that was the, the strumpet. It was, so, yes. Yeah. The line was something about he was dressed up like a holiday strumpet. And I was like, "What? wait a minute, what? <laughs> okay, well, good to know. This was very yeah. enlightening for mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> and the the last word, of course, is the fear of clowns. And do you know what that's uh, called? Um, Something with the word phobia in it, I'm sure. Yes, it's colrophobia. <laughs> Phobia. Wow. And it, okay. It almost sounds like it's a fear of coal, but that's not. I, I was you know? just thinking the same thing. It's like huh? you really hate the holidays because there's a lot of coal and stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's what those words were. Okay. So yeah, there you go. Big words. Uh, welcome to the uh, collegiate level podcast of big words. <laughs> of big words, which big includes, words. of course, uh, Plufford Dean and Vinculiolosius. <laughs> Um, and, and wait a minute, wait, Vinswili, Vinswiliolosius, Vinswiliorsosis, something like that. I oh, think. and what is that? I will have to look it up. I have no idea. <laughs> have to look it up or make it up. One of the two. I, I like Why how though you knew the word Plufferdine. See, I've taught it to you. You now know. <laughs> Plufferdine. In fact, uh, if you look on the BFFT chat, you put a picture on there of two little puppies going into something squishy and soft and i said oh that's a plufferdine yeah, yeah see there you go there you go so <laughs> i was very proud of so, you oh you know what you know what time it is what time it is, is it? it it's time for uh five minute furs for fun so i should probably oh. the thing posted because people are going to be asking about it if they're if we're not careful Wag, wag, wag. We, yeah, we don't want anyone actually asking about it. That Let's be careful. So we'll see if anybody comes in. So we'll go ahead and start the mailbag while we're waiting. Let me see if I can open the mailbag. Or oh, see if you can't open it. See if I can't open it. We'll have to have a discussion about that someday. We will. So there's really not so much uh, letters or messages, but we have a generous donation from Hexflame. Oh, wow. He donated to us on the Patreon. No, no, no. Nice. Hexflame donated to us on the Ko-Fi. That's right. Ko-Fi. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. For, we have two Patreons now. I set up a Patreon. We have two. Like is, in the first two days. That's exciting. And one of them is uh, Patreon in the in the fur of DA3K Wolf. Now, I'm not sure if that's supposed to be Dark Wolf or Dake Wolf or the 3000 Wolf. Yeah, 30, but that, I could, that's a lot of wolf. <laughs> The 3000 wolf, yeah, because DA 3K, the 3000. So, uh, so DAK or DA 3K wolf, email us and let us know how you say your name. Yes, if please it's do. if it's Dake, Dark, or 
Da 3000. I like Da 3000. I'm going to call you that from now on, no matter what you tell me you are. <laughs> so it'd be nice for you to let, let us know, really, but uh, really, <laughs> your name but is. Really, from now on, you are Da 3000 Wolf. But yeah, so shout uh, shout out and thanks so much to Hexflame and uh, the Patreons. What was the other one? We Who's the first one? Shout out to. So, okay, so our two patrons are DA 3K or Da, da 3000 Wolf and VR. So I don't know who VR is. Or VRC. VRC. So shout out to VRC and Da 3000 Wolf. Thank you, all you furs. So that's everything in the mailbag. So where do we go from here? Let's see. Let's let's start talking about media. I don't think anybody's going to pop in. So we'll just talk about media. So do your thing. <laughs> okay. Here we are. What are we going to do now? You know, when I'm thinking about the show beforehand, before Pa, and trying to think when you know about the show and everything, I don't actually precognitize what I'm going to do with those things, like the free in the news and the media thing. It just, I just do it. I don't know. Precognitize. Pre- wow. Collegiate. Precognitize. Wow. I, I tell you what, people should get at least two CEUs for the well, listening to this episode today. So. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> What am I watching? So we're still watching Queen's Gambit. Uh, I have to say that makes chess so sexy. You're liking the chess now, huh? <laughs> I know. I'm liking the chess now. I, it, it's, I call it pornography. Uh-huh. Oh, snap. Oh, I finished the second season of The Hollow. I don't think I ever mentioned that I was watching The Hollow on the show, but so. I've been watching The Hollow okay. uh, two seasons. Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the hollow about? I don't think I've ever um, heard about it either. It's a cartoon show. It's on Hulu or it could be on Netflix. I don't remember. Um, I, I turn on the TV and click buttons and things appear. Right. Cause you have all these like little pictures and like, I don't know which picture to do. Like I'll just click something. Yeah. Uh, the hollow is a cartoon and it's very well written, very well acted. I mean, as far as cartoon actors go, you know, <laughs> right, it's very right. well acted for a cartoon actor. Yeah, they get paid uh, a lot these days, you know. It's it's fun to watch. It's about a bunch of kids that are in a virtual reality game and they have to win the game. There's lots of weird things that happen and they all get superpowers while they're in the game. Um hmm, but it's interesting. It it is kind of interesting. It's kind of fun. So I'll have to check that go. out. Yeah, check it out. It's called The Hollow. There's two seasons. It's very well done. Uh, the episodes are like 15, 20 minutes long, so it's not like it's a commitment to sit there and watch. You know, They're, they're good lunchtime stuff for you. But yes, lunchtime thing, because you know about how I run out of things, and I actually recently just ran out of my current um, lunchtime thing. So yeah, I'll have to look that up. We realized that we hadn't finished watching Space Force. So oh. we, 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 we went back <laughs> Space Force. Uh, okay, good, Better late than ever, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we, uh, because I was, I was flipping through again, turn on the remote, things are appearing, and it's like, oh, there's, we haven't finished Space Force. Why haven't we finished that? Because <laughs> other things came up. Uh, so now we're watching that, we're finishing that up. So, what have you been watching? Anything fun? And before I answer, are you list? Do you hear music? I don't hear music. Are okay. you hearing music again? <laughs> I did, but I don't now, actually. Do you, do you smell toast? Comes- are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> oh my flip no i i'm just smelling rhinoceroses i don't know smelling rhinoceros what does a rhinoceros smell like not like an ant which we will talk about later with captain boons 
Exactly. This was my like starting of a segue into that. Ah. <laughs> it's a really bad segue, but I did it anyway. Okay. Well, our our 10 minutes are up for the posting of the link. So I'm going to take the link down. But while posting. I'm doing that, why don't you tell me about your media? Hi. <laughs> um, my media is, uh, let's see. So um, you, of course, remember I was talking about we were watching Suits. Wonderful show. Still really great. We finished that. Well, no, we didn't finish the season. We finished um, a disc and there was one season left, but it hadn't come in yet. Like we, we do streaming and the uh, disc thing. Suits we've been watching on, on disc and because I don't think it's mm. actually streaming. But we didn't have another the other disc. And it's like, oh, where is it? It didn't come to like the next day or something. So we had to start something else. So we started Lucifer. Have oh, you heard of Lucifer? Love that show. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. We're, we're only about... Like four episodes in, I think. I, okay. I think I like it more than my hubby because he keeps falling asleep. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> I really like it. I, re I really like it. We finished. Uh, I might remember we were talking about, or we, I was talking about how we were watching uh, Man with a Plan, the one with Joey from France and Kevin England. Um, really great. Finished that season. And still, I don't know if this man actually has a plan, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, the show says he does. So the show says he does. I'm just waiting for it, though. Maybe maybe it's in the next season. So, of course, you know, Big Bang Theory. And we have this uh, DVD of three uh, holiday episodes. And, and they're back from like 2007 or 2008, 2009, 2012, something like that. And so we just got done watching two of the three. Oh, so hilarious, as you imagine. So um, definitely shout out to, you know, go if you have nothing else to watch, go back and find the holiday episodes of Big Bang Theory because they're... they're Hilarious. And so that's all I've been watching, but I've also had time to get more play with my Nintendo Switch a little more. So um, I've done a little bit of Animal Crossing and I've really been into Super Mario Deluxe. It's having lots of fun with that. I'm really bad at it. And and I say I bring that up now because it's kind of a media thing. Right. No, that's that's true. So uh, shout out to C for sending you a Switch. That was kind of nice of him. I, I know when you got that in the summertime, you were having trouble getting it to work. So obviously you got it to work. I did not get it to work. Oh, what happened? <laughs> but you're um, playing on it. Did you buy another one? Yeah, instead? I bought a new oh. one. Actually, oh. it was it was my Christmas gift from my hubby. He he saw it. Well, he of course he saw it because I was complaining about having trouble, <laughs> and um, he just said, "I'll just buy you one." So he got me one for Christmas, basically. Uh, so here's what the prop. What it turns out the problem was. Yes. It's not a UK thing. It's um <laughs> UK. Yeah, okay. Huh. No. Okay. UK. I'm okay. He's C okay. UK. IT. I don't know. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> but the problem is that figure, we found out that um, it actually needs a specific like plug-in charger. And usually, you know, I just plug in whatever I'm going to do with whatever charger that fits it. And I've never had any problem. But this is actually, this happens apparently. It has a very specific charger. And if you use the wrong charger, it can actually break the thing. And that's what happened. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yep. No. So it, it's... It's not like it's like the, oh. I don't know if the internal wires are fried. It's not that the internal wires are fried because when you push the power on button thingy, you still, mm -hmm. it still lights up and stuff, but huh. it just says error. So you get errors. So it turns on, it wants to help you out. It just won't boot up. So the programming is off now because I use the wrong charger. So for oh. any fur out there, because I know a lot of fur uh, Nintendo Switch, in case you didn't know, make sure to use the charger that came with or an official <laughs> Nintendo Switch charger because it actually really makes a difference. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Heard it here first. That's a really great PSA. So I'm glad you uh, 
brought that up. <laughs> All right. Well, I see in our show notes that you want to talk about what does the pup say? I talked about this several episodes ago that I might do this, and and I did it. Okay. And actually, uh, some fur, I don't know, if I th- it was on Twitter, I think. I forget where, but some fur also agreed with me I should do this. And that is to, because, you know, I've been all obsessed with what does the fox say. I had said in a previous episode that, well, maybe I'll make a what does the pup say. And mm-hmm. I did it. Just a note at the end, if you know the song, which I'm sure you do, at the very end, he sings really high and really well. And it's like, I tried and and I really wanted to do that, even though I knew it would turn out horrible if I tried to do that. And I, I was just hurting my little puppy throat. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So just spoiler, I'm not going to do the, I'm going to do the high singing part, but not in a high singing puppy voice. I just thought I'd okay. throw that out there. And, you know, it's I'm not a great singer or anything, so it's not going to go great. But I, I like how it turned out, though. So here goes. What does the pup say? Let's give it a listen. Up goes Bart, kit goes Mel, Burp goes Tweet, and the mouse's tiny feet. Cow goes Moo. Duck goes splash, and the giraffe goes on top. Fox goes fluff and puppy pups. The flamingo takes a bow, and there's one sound that we all know. What does the pup say? What does the pup say? Wait, 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 wait. Communicate by fluffy, fluffy, fluff, fluffy, fluffy, fluff, fluffy, fluffy. How will you speak to that puppy, puppy, puff, puppy, puppy, puff, puppy, puppy, puff? What does the pup say? Meow, 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 Like a treat 
Constantly amazed about your your uh, talent. I it's well, you're amazing to say so. <laughs> no, I'm. You know, well, and I was wondering because I knew that could go either way. Like either he's gonna like barely is gonna like this, or he's gonna say no. We edit that out. I'm not putting that in the show. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I edit a lot of stuff out, but things like that I leave in. So anyway, I I think on that note we should get to our discussion with Captain Boons. What do you say? I say I wag. I'm excited to talk to Captain Boons Ruff. Joining us today is Captain Boons. Welcome to the show, Captain. Hello. Captain Boons Cap- Leon, I think. Did I pronounce that right? Le- or is it Leon? Leone. 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 Oh, which, which is very fancy. It's Italian for lion. Ah, <laughs> the original name was actually Captain Boone's Leone Gregoni. Wait, Leone Gregoni. Oh my, wow. Lion Gray. Ooh, and it lion makes sense gray. because you are a Lion Gray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how long did it take you to become a captain? Did you come up through the ranks? Uh, no, that was just self designation. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. That's that's a nice <laughs> easy way to do it. Like, why oh, doesn't totally. everyone else do that? Instead, they go through all these years of, like, pain and suffering. But you can just say, oh, like, no. I'm captain. I mean, come on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would have really liked to have done that in the military myself. No, it's <laughs> just, you know, you steal a ship. And... Yes, steal a ship, become <laughs> a captain. You know, I think they call that piracy. <laughs> well, uh, Captain Boons is an airship pirate. Well, one of his designations is an airship pirate, but ah, he has several. He's, like, house cat. Uh, well, he, he's he's actually what I call a parallelement. A parallelement. Yes. Parallelement. Explain parallelement. There, there's several versions of Boone's. Uh, there's a whole backstory. He's actually the uh, security officer for uh, a soul hub called Greenblee. And hmm. there's this could be a long story, but uh, <laughs> to make it short, the goddess who controls where these souls go, they they go to this temple. And they get fragmented so the souls can go out and learn lessons and then come back and complete what I refer to as the original soul. Uh, well, the goddess and him get drunk one night. Like any good captain. Of course. Uh, well, he does run a pub. They go to the temple and she's like, oh, look at this, look at this. And he accidentally trips over some stuff and it sends his elements out into the dimensions and it, when he wasn't supposed to because it's a long story. That's a wow. very short version. Sounds uh, like a very but, uh, 
a very involved story too. Have, have uh, yeah, you, I've been writing it for a while. I was just going to ask, have you like written it down or anything? And because I'm sure there's a lot of furries out there that would love to read about this. When Boons first came about, and I was actually more just writing because I, anytime I start one of these projects, it takes me forever because I used to be very, very poor. Very poor. And uh, yeah, it was saving up for, you know, the different things that I needed to build the suit. So I was doing a lot of writing and that became, it was mostly on Facebook there for a while. And I wrote most of this stuff down, but nobody at that time was paying any attention. So I had a very, very small following, like 10 people. To totally kick this off completely, I saw a comment on your something. I don't know whether it was it wasn't Telegram. I think it was on Twitter. I want to know how it is that you can smell ants. <laughs> That's a good question. I didn't realize that was a thing. Well, it is. Yeah. every I remember forever, like back in the early, well, even in South Dakota. So it would have been like back in the 70s. You get around ant hills and they they smell. Mm-hmm. They smell like this kind of sour, woodsy kind of smell. I was going to say, is it a very na- nature-ish smell? But yeah, when you say woodsy, I could imagine that. But it's very pungent. And mm. so I could always tell, up oh, ants. And <laughs> most of the places I've lived, like in Redmond and uh, Washington and all that, you get big ant hills. Mm-hmm. And uh, of either the reds or the or the black ants, and hmm. um, okay. always really really pungent smell. And hmm. yeah, I didn't, I did not realize that was a thing until somebody else posted about it, and I was like, "What <laughs> is that new? What's I thought I was normal, but apparently I'm not. <laughs> what happened to me, mutant powers? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can exactly. smell ants and attract hats and attract hats. Yes, I'm a yes. hat attractor. <laughs> Ooh, do they just they just flock to you? Is that what it is? Yeah, I open the door. They're there. It's. Uh. It's kind of annoying sometimes, you know, especially <laughs> when you get when you get real ratty hats that smell. And they're just looking for a place to crash. That's yeah, all. you know, I put them in the closet. <laughs> you put, the other hats you, are kind of like, God, get this smelly thing away from me. <laughs> you go back in the closet, come out later, sweetie. We're not ready for you yet. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So how far away can you smell them? And do they have to be all con- conglomerated together that's not the right word but you know what i mean or can you smell like individual ones you know i really haven't tested that <laughs> oh you haven't well i haven't been like you know here's the ant smell test let's yes there's an ant in the quadrant 30 feet that way no uh no it's mostly when you're just out and about and and doing stuff because living in the woods like i do yeah uh, you get a lot of critters insect and otherwise at certain times of the year i get what's known as antopolis <laughs> yeah it's where the ants invade we get this massive carpenter ants and they just start invading and so you know it's constantly trying to fight them oh and you live in a like wooden place too so like the carpenter ants are like just all over the- oh yeah they're all yeah. about it. It's like buffet. 12 o'clock, there's a senior citizen discount. I don't smell those really that I am aware of. Now I'm going to think about it. And that's not until, <laughs> yeah. you know, spring. So I'm going to be like, can I smell these ants? And then <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to be laying in bed. Like, there's an ant in the house. I can smell it. And, and then next, <laughs> Somebody's next breaking time. in, but I'm pretty sure I can smell an ant. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's next. And then next time you see me at a con, you'll be like, Taven, what did you do to? I mean, you made me. Oh, geez, Taven. <laughs> Damn it, Taven. Because now all I can do no, is you like, gotta think do about it properly. Like, Taven! 
Tabin! From um, Star Trek, The Wrath of Tabin. Right. Yes. <laughs> so you made booms. That's correct, isn't it? Like you did the sewing and the just everything, that wonderful, amazing embroidery or whatever word that would be to describe it. Embroidery? embroidery? You mean sewing? Like, yeah, like sewing. Like, the, embro- yes. like don't they call that embroidery, like in fancy terms or something? The fabric that I used for his his main coat, it has embroidery all over it. Oh, okay. That was already there. It is upholstery fabric. The f- fur that I furred him with is actually uh, Joanne fabric fur before Yaya Han. Yeah, she's the one that brought and started bringing in all the cosplay stuff to Joanne's fabrics. <laughs> it's cheap fur, but it's it's lasted uh, and it, it it shorn down very, very well. You know, aside from like his pocket watch and his flask. <laughs> his, it was all handmade. Uh, the, you the leather you hammer out of flask then by yourself out in the woods. No, I have made a flask before, but but not like that. No, all right. I should make another one. Well, he he's uh, he's a beautiful beautiful creature. Um, you've done oh, amazing you. with him. Um, and is he he's a snow leopard? Uh, like a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Is steam lion? Steam punk? Okay, steam lion. Yes, that's what I'm looking lion. for. Thank yes, you. So that's what he officially is: is a steam okay. lion. Nice. Okay, nice, right. nice. And uh, how did Boons come to D? What brought this wonderful, ferocious, sometimes I have seen your YouTube videos, so not always ferocious, beast into the world? The actual simple answer to that is I wanted a longer tail. Hmm. That, that's a very, very good reason. That is that is what started it off. There, well, actually, two reasons. I wanted to be able to uh, emote better uh, because my other fursana is a large black bunny. Yeah, named Broy. He pops up every so often. I saw him in a video here today. I did not know that was uh, Broy. <laughs> yeah, that was my original. And you know, the the tail is is very wee. It's a it's a bunny floof. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's totally great. I, everybody loved that tail. I just wanted something more. <laughs> I wanted more tail. But the other one was so I could emote um, because the original plan was I wanted to do more stage performances and then eventually work up to doing stand-up comedy. And then it just kind of went a different direction from there. And Yeah, so speaking of that, actually, so um, we've of course seen the uh, wonderful magical boons at at cons, and you were the um, ANW Film Festival host uh, for the Film Festival 2019. Yes, and 2018. And tw- oh, that's right. I, I mean, I was sitting in the front row both times. How could I forget that? Well, it was a very exciting time. It, it was. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I wag and I bark and I fluff all around. And there's just so much excite that I can't <laughs> contain myself, my puppy self. I just can't contain, and I I just forget lots of things because because I am a pup, you see. In case you did not know, puppy. When I met you, puppy. Now it, it just it just so happens. Um, and you gave me. Do you remember what you gave me at the 2019 film festival? It was an award, correct? It was. It was a very very. I'm glad you remember. It was a very very heavy award. Those things were heavy. Do you remember? Those that? things are awesomely heavy. Oh my gosh! When I first saw them, I was like, these things are really cool. And I picked one up, and I'm like. These things are heavy. And the first year, we actually, uh, somebody had flown in and we actually had to send it with, send it to them because they, 
it was too heavy to go oh, wow. in their luggage and everything. <laughs> you know, I believe that. And I remember seeing, yeah. you know, like other furs that won the awards before that, they were all like, oh, this, you know, and did that. And I thought they were like just faking it and stuff just to yeah, say, Tyler oh, it's so that, heavy. Yeah. But then yeah. I get up there and you give it to me and I'm like, oh, I can't even carry this. <laughs> I am just a pup. I can't do it. The film festival. Yeah, I've been doing uh, involved in the local independent film community for quite a while they've done like a lot of film festivals been involved in and entered and it was something within the furry community that i was just like you know i i don't see this in the furry community and we have so many filmmakers why isn't this happening and i brought it up started bringing it up to gabriel it was after the 2017 you know the first year and i was i started talking to him about it. Then 2018, we decided to do it. And I was like, well, instead of just doing a regular old festival, why don't we make it a big red carpet affair type of thing? Uh, because yeah. that was the thing I love about festivals is the whole ceremony and and everybody being this huge community. And it was just great. And you had the paparazzi and Kagi introduced all of us. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole thing. I was like, we need a red carpet. We need paparazzi because I want to make it like a Hollywood style type of one because, you know, we're 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 all about showing off in in this community. And um, (laughs) so, you know, uh, I brought it up to him. And then in 2018, we uh, we we got one or. Yeah, 2018 was the first one. And Gabriel is a powerhouse behind the festival. I can do the hosting. Like this last year, 2019, I did mostly just did the hosting. The year before, I was more involved with organizing everything. And I'm just not good at that stuff. Oh, <laughs> I mean, let him do that. I'm yeah. awful. Yeah. And so he brought on some more people and, and we all threw it together. And it was just... I really enjoy the way that comes out. Yeah, yeah. Both years have um, like gone great, and it's been really well attended too. I, I I've noticed so. And I will say, I watched it. I couldn't be there to accept the award with Tabin, but uh, I did watch it on YouTube, the live feed from A and W, and it was really like watching the Oscars. Film the different camera angles and the red carpet, and they did a really good job with that. I was I was very impressed. The first year was a little up in the air because you know it's new, and we we're all running around with chickens head cuts off chickens head cuts off (laughs) (laughs) and so the second year was it was a lot more relaxed it was a lot more um engaging with the audience i i felt so yeah Yeah, it it really was yeah and i should um give a shout out to barely over there i didn't don't know if you knew he's the my videographer producer um, so Don't. he's the one that did all the main editing and all and all that stuff. What cons would you typically go to? I mean, I know you, I've seen you at um, NW, of course. I forget where else I've seen you. Where have I seen you? Basically been to Anthro Northwest. You were Spokanthro. I was at Spokanthro. Yes, uh, I've gone to Ferlandia. Uh-huh. Yes, Ferlandia. I think that's it for fur cons. Uh, mostly I was doing commie cons. Oh, okay. So I was doing everything from, you know, uh, Spokon to Lake City Comic Con to Lilac City Comic Con. Mm, okay. Do you own any comic books? Very few. I, I've oh. never been big into comic books, even though I'm a cartoonist. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because I think my brother was like super duper into him. And so that's all like all he talked about. And I was like, I don't care about X-Men, dude. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you like the, uh, the Comic-Cons, though. 
Oh yeah, that's that's mostly because I'm more of a of a walking performer. So my whole thing about going to cons is basically walking around just entertaining people. That that's my whole ploy. I have is to... this. this is a true I think you are telling the truth. Oh yes. No, I'm I'm going to lie about this one. Um, <laughs> if you're going to lie about one this is one you should lie about. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I used to I used to be cast of a of a local Ren Fair. Uh, that was actually my favorite place to suit, and I did that mostly as Broy because he was a puka. Puka, how cute! Have you ever read Watership Down? I had my husband has, but I have not. So that have doesn't you, help. Have you barely? I have not. I have not okay. seen the movie either. But we I, are not helping okay, you well. out at all. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell that story then. So it wouldn't I, make will, any I will. I will give you a caveat. I'm familiar with the story, and I know that my aunt read it to me as a wee cub, but I don't remember the story. Yeah, then then the rest of that story isn't going to matter. But uh, basically, Broy stands for Black Rabbit of Inlay. We have more than just the two of us that listen to our show, so you can tell the story. Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) But it was the whole concept of of Broy was uh, the Black Rabbit of Inlay is actually uh, the Rabbit Grim Reaper kinda and nice. um so broy's whole thing was but not yeah it is it's it's a grim reaper of the rabbits but broy's whole thing was kind of like death the whole original concept of broy was death takes a holiday and so uh it was death being this puka and going into the real world to experience life I always have these really long, drawn-out backstories. But anyway, he turned into a puka and then started doing the Ren Fair. And then Boons did a, f- a couple years, um, but then I just uh, moved on. Well, let's move along to something called Sharp Stuff, shall we? Yes. <laughs> really, okay. really, really cool. I yeah. want to know really, really, really quick. What type of music do you like? Really quick, fast. Primarily 80s stuff, but mostly... Oh. I love you. I'm big so into much. 80s. Well, because, oh. you know, that's when I attended high school was in the mm-hmm. 80s. Oh, so. that's a good That's normally when oh. you when you get your musical taste. Yeah. I will um, Yeah, I will have to- I attended high school in the 70s, which means I'm a disco thing. Ugh. Hey, no, some no, disco no. some disco is okay. Some <laughs> disco. <laughs> some so, so quick little story about disco and and being a child of the 70s. So I went to a Catholic grade school. So did I. We graduated in 1977, the height of the disco thing, thing right? Thing. So <laughs> because disco scourge. That's right. So the the sisters that taught us decided that they would teach us how to do the hustle. So picture, if you will, I just got an image of all of picture, if you will, a bunch of nuns teaching eighth graders which, how to do the hustle. Is, you just got that picture, apparently. <laughs> no, I got the picture. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because I have a similar story. <laughs> but it was square dancing. Swing your partner high and low. Oh, oh no. Oh my. Oh no. <laughs> And how square was it, Boons? <laughs> it was atrociously awful. Right. It was obtuse. Obtuse. Oh, no. Obtuse. I, I love that you went straight to obtuse. We're going to skip, like, any other adjective, and we'll just go straight to obtuse. 
So is that why you started throwing sharp instruments? The obtuseness of the square dancing nuns drove That's me right. to throw sharp objects. <laughs> now we know. You heard it here first, you furs out there. Uh, now we know. So I have to say, yes, so, so sh uh, throwing sharp things that must be thrown. So I, I saw your, actually just the other day, the bottle cap challenge, and that was amazing. Like oh, that well, was amazing. You. That just, and I mean, I've seen other things that you do too, and, and they're, they're all just amazing. So wait a and minute, so, what is the bottle cap challenge, David? It's amazing. That tells me nothing. So yeah, that's what it is. It's just amazing. There's nothing okay. else to it. If you go to Boone's um, website, his YouTube, and just look for bottle cap, I think it's your featured video right now. How many uh, feet away were you from the bottle? I think for that one, I was about 15 feet. Wow. I had no idea. Between so 10 and 15 feet. He's got this, was it a Pepsi bottle or something like that? It was a water. water. Oh, water no, it bottle. was Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Diet Pepsi. Okay. You've got to, if you know, if you're exercising like this, you've got to do it right. Have the I Diet don't Pepsi. Grand cares. Okay. <laughs> so he's got this thing, this bottle full of water on, um, on a post with a cap on it. And, you know, the cap is just sitting there, but he's 15 feet away. Boone's is, mind you, he's got all this fluff. And he knife throws and he at the thing and knocks the cap off without disturbing. I don't think the bottle even rattled. It, it moved a little bit, but to be, uh, to use the proper terminology, I unscrewed the cap. That's part of the challenge. You have to hit it on one side to get it to unscrew. So it just had one screw. But this ah. is a new level of excitement. I am wagging so excitedly right now. I did not realize yeah. I I hadn't I didn't see the like original challenge posed to you. I just saw it and thought, well, that's got to be the challenge right there. But now we know there's like this extra amazing. You're amazing. Did you? You are so amazing. <laughs> oh well, thank you. What's the impetus for throwing sharp things? I mean, why? Why did this come about? I don't know. I've always done it. Actually, uh, you know, growing up, growing up in the '70s, I didn't graduate, but um, it, uh, you know, we did a lot of really, really, really unsafe and stupid things. And you probably remember because I, I have three older brothers. Probably remember the throw the screwdriver into the ground as close as you can to the other person's foot. Yes, yes. that's what started it all. Ah. So you started out being a mischievous thing that wanted to hurt things. I didn't want to hurt anything. It was oh, it was yeah. mostly pressure from the older brothers. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, come here and do this. Stand there. Don't move. Don't you move. Know. Keep your feet. I, and then, of course, you threw that. You threw it, and then you moved your feet close together each time when you stood opposite each other. And we had a name for it. We called it Mumbledy Peg. Mumbledy Peg. See, I I couldn't. I was sitting here trying to remember the name of it and. That's what we call mumbledy peg. Mumbledy peg. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why. That that makes sense. We didn't use a screwdriver. We used Bowie knives. If I did that, I would use fluff. Watch out any fur that I'm throwing it at, because I'm really good, Just, and you are going to not fill a thing. So you right. be that, you be with. He <laughs> is really good, and you're not going to fill a thing. He is dangerously dangerous with that fluff from three inches. It's it's incredible. It's, it's, the, the it's accuracy. Incredible. The accuracy of Andrew if, if I do really, really well, what happens is uh, the fur that is standing, like, not even looking at me, I'll do that. And if I'm really good, they'll, like, look to their left and then look to their right and say, huh, someone turned on the air conditioning. So that's how good I am. Somebody opened the window. 
someone open a window. Maybe what? a door, perhaps. <laughs> that I can remember, that's what started it. And then it just kind of moved up. And then in the 90s, I got, I used to be in the SCA, Society for Creative Anachronisms. And, uh, <gasps> oh, my cow. I know yeah. about that. Well, I was, I was on, are you both over on the other side of the state? Are you in other states? We're Oregon fluff. We're Oregon. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Um, see, I uh, this was on the other side of the state. I got, you know, into the axe throwing competitions uh, because I'd thrown axes for a long time, too. That's what happens when you come from a semi-lumberjack family. That uh, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, and then uh, just axes and knives and throwing them and continuing to throw them. And right now I'm working on the, I don't know if you saw this video, but I'm about 12 feet away from the world record of longest knife throwing uh, cool. with, uh, with, uh, what is it? Uh, a knife. Yes. Lucky for a word. I'm trying to think of the technique, but it's basically spinning technique. Okay. So, very cool. Okay. Very cool. But I've so, thrown um, at a hundred feet, so that video is on there. I've got uh, several more questions about this, and I have to say, so my husband is a knife thing. <laughs> He's a knife thing. I don't He's know a why. Knife thing. knife thing, baby. He's going to listen to this later, and he's going to like divorce me or something. But called me a knife thing. <laughs> now that the deed is done, I'll continue with that. Um, he, he's a knife thing. He, he collects knives and knows a lot about them and has been doing it for a long time and buys and sells and all that good stuff. So I don't know much about them. So I will give shout out to my hubby that the next few questions are from him. Um, and he will be very excited to uh, hear this. And next time we go to a because he goes to a I'm sure he'll be excited to talk to you about these things. What is your favorite brand of throwing knife? I don't actually buy brands. I, I make all my knives. Which was the very next question. Do you I make know. your own throwing <laughs> knives? <laughs> you know that, I do. You? Uh, I have actually, I have bought a, a few really cheap, you know, stamped knives just because they were super cheap and they're just, you know, sold under the generic throwing knife. But then I just started making all my own and I I do what's called a stock removal method, uh, which is basically you take a piece of, of steel and depending on what kind of steel you want to use and uh, you just draw the template on it and then start removing with a grinder and then sharpen template and all that. So you make your own, but you know probably some makers. Do you have like favorite uh, knife makers? Like the regular like Bowie knives. And uh, I really, really like K-Bars. Benchmade's good too. And I'm trying to think of... In the throwing community, there's a lot of Russian blades being bought. And I can't remember the names of them or pronounce them. But they're just beautiful. Just I prefer to make all my stuff. So When did you first start making your own knives then? Sometime in the 90s is when I got more involved in, in forge work. Like, so now this is causing me to think of these questions about that. So did you, like, well, the 90s, they didn't really have YouTuber stuff. So how did you start in that? Did you find books or did you have a mentor or how did you learn to make your own knives? Uh, I Actually, I have several books uh, from like the 1800s and, and everything that were kind of passed on to me from somebody I was uh, working with in forge work for just making stuff like... Uh, gate hinges and things like that you could have a gate hinge or you could have a sharp instrument whichever you want <laughs> i 
prefer the gate hinge actually (laughs) are you going to go to gate gate hinge throwing soon is that branching out? oh i could totally do that i've actually have a a hit one of those big long hinges that uh looks like it could it's something i found in the woods that's the cool thing about living in the woods on a mountain that has had people on it they'll just dump their crap and you know from the 40s Mm-hmm, and yeah. so I'll find old metal laying around in the woods. It's great. And turn it into a knife. Do you have an everyday carrying knife that you made or bought or something? I do. It's the knife that you will see in most of my throwing videos. Okay. It's it's a throwing knife. <laughs> it's about <laughs> it's a knife. It's, it's a great about a nine and a half inch, I think. Nine uh, and a half. Okay. So quarter, nice. quarter inch steel. I heat treated it. It's not carbon or anything because I kind of like the throwing knife steel to be a little softer because if you get them, I don't know. Every time I've I've gotten hard metal and stuff, they they have a tendency to crack and break more. Okay. So, okay. Because of the heating treatment and the temperedness. Yeesh. Ish. That's an ish. Mm. So if um, if some fur wanted to get into throwing knives, what would you recommend? Practice being safe. Yeah, I was just going to say probably first thing is like, don't watch my videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a professional and all of your videos. Yeah, I've been doing this at home. home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the next thing. Learn to respect the blade, any blade, really, because I see a lot of people being so super unsafe not not like me unsafe uh like when people are like you shouldn't run with knives i'm like i i know what i'm doing actually uh otherwise i wouldn't put it on video <laughs> right yeah, yeah you, you don't want to film your murder because well that yeah. comes back to haunt oh, really quick. oh i just fell on my knife great yeah right. Uh, the main one, though, is understanding every throw is a success, even if you don't stick it, uh, because you're training your muscles. It's all about yeah. the two main uh, ingredients in knife throwing other than a knife is mathematics and persistence, because persistence brings along muscle memory. So just to say uh, what you were saying, because I had a thought. Did it hurt? It did, actually, quite a lot. <laughs> I can, I can, oh, sm- I can smell can the s- smoke. But you can. It, it comes with the ants. The ants are coming towards me right now. So, Smoke yeah, ants. When you said that just now about persistence and just every throw is a win, I'm immediately reminded completion is more important than perfection. So the idea is just, of course, just like do it. Don't like, like if you're knife throwing, don't just like be like, I'm going to throw now. Uh, no, wait, wait, that's not right. I'm going to, okay, now I'm going to throw. No, okay, one more. I'm going to just throw the thing. And then, you know, that's how you learn and everything. That is exactly because I get a lot of people. Oh, teach me, teach me. I'm like, I can't pick up the knife and throw it. That's (laughs) I really have no idea. I have no idea how I do any of this stuff. Like Mm -hmm. the bottle cap challenge. No idea. It's muscle memory years of practice. Well, and it's people ask it, you know, they're like, and you did that with a head. If you want to know what it's like throwing with Boone's head on, take your fingers, like three fingers, like uh, your, your middle, your index and your ring. And put them together and put them on the bridge of your nose running up and down. And that's it, it screws up your your depth perception because that's what his nasal is. And so I'm trying to it, it's it's pretty difficult. So practice, practice, practice. That's that's good advice. So tell us about being a hermit. Why? Why what what's so you're not really a hermit because you're like doing videos and stuff like that. I'm a high tech hermit. He he's not a crab, he's a lion, so he can't oh, really be a hermit. Hermit lion. 
Hermit, hermit lion. lion. You're, you're high tech. I guess hermit. I could be a mountain lion if you want to get technical. But True. Yeah. <laughs> but you were telling me something about being a hermit uh, before we started recording. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> there, we go. Uh, there we go. That's actually listed. Uh, I'm actually my my uh, sexuality is listed as hermit. <laughs> it's nice. a bit, you got to get the pronouns right. So yeah, that's, that's nice. good to know. So do you just hate people or do you just like living alone? It's got more to do with PTSD related things. And I just found that I was having a lot of problems being in, in uh, very populated urban areas. And I don't particularly like uh, urban areas anyway. Mm-hmm. They get pretty crowded and like lots of things are going on at the same time. That can be overwhelming. Right. Very much so. I had the availability uh, somebody gave me the option to move out into the middle of nowhere. And that's the, where the big documentary was filmed was the other place that I lived and then moved uh, immediately afterwards. I actually used to be very, very social, uh, what you would call a social butterfly. Yeah, I used to, I mean, I used to help run a theater uh, stage theater. And uh, like I said, I was involved heavily in, in the Ren Fair and the independent film community and all these different things. And then I just kind of one day it, I snapped and hmm. that's where everything kind of changed for me. And, and I started to become more and more uh, introverted and less likely to go be involved in big crowds and everything like that. I mean, sometimes that's just what happens. Like it gets to you and like, you got to say, I got to make a change because this isn't working for me. So, uh, so good. And now you're happy. You're living out, you're throwing sharp things at things and that's amazing. So <laughs> it's worked out well. Um, so what is, and I, I asked this because I saw it on, I think your Twitter or YouTube, I forget, but what is your favorite quote? I'd have to go with the ancient one from Doctor Strange. It's one of my favorite quotes. Okay. You cannot beat a river into submission. You have to surrender to its current and use the power as a your own. Nice. Nice. That's, that's, that's one of my favorites. Really, really, really cool. Because like that's really what we, especially right now, these days, we kind of have to do that. But I think in general, that's a good kind of life motto. It's like, you got to go with it. Don't fight it. Because if you fight it, you will probably lose. <laughs> so we've alluded to your YouTube channel and, and, and things. Mm-hmm. You've got some really great fun stuff out there. Um, all you furs out there, go to Captain Boone's website or YouTube, which is what? Captain Boone's. Captain Boons, yes. Captain Boons. Yeah. The I, channel I don't know. is Captain Boons. But there's also Boons County. Yeah. So there's two different channels. Okay. Okay. And uh it's got some great stuff on it. Um, I love it. I watch and, and it's just today I watched your uh paranormal video. And my favorite oh, line from Paranormal Paranormal, paranormal <laughs> is blood and murder and gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blood and murder and gross. That's exactly it. It's not water. It's blood and murder and gross. Yeah, no, I that, that was great. No, it's um, not. I'll have to go watch that. No, it's really good. It's one of the first video, and your roommates' videos are great. And and so for every fur, shout out to uh, Captain Boone's this YouTube. Him, he's got some really great fun videos. Um, is there any other social media we should know about where we can find you? Let's see. I have uh, Twitter, which is Captain Boons. Uh, I have <laughs> TikTok, which is Boons County. 
But I'm sure if you looked up Captain Boons, you'd still find it. You know, Captain Boons across the board on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. What's up, TikTok? TikTok is Boons County. TikTok, yes. The TikTok. And the tweets. My face, their face. Their face. Everyone's face. Come on. Everyone's face. So to end this out, round this out. Are there any sage words of wisdom that you'd like to impart as we close out this this visit? Yes. All you furs out there, learn to accept yourself. Once you do that, everything else is going to fall into place. I like that. That's cool. It is very, I mean, that's very succinct. And I, I know for a fact you know what you're talking about. Well, Captain, thank you. I salute you, Captain. Uh, from oh, so <laughs> you gotta, he, wait i got a new i got a proper salute for it's 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 <laughs> called the, this is captain's actual salute okay and it's called the it's called the prep prep bitch slap salute okay <laughs> but he does the opposite eye and goes down okay because i kept doing that so it's opposite eye goes down, down. okay nice <laughs> i love it because you know and the name is very very <laughs> Ah, gotcha. <laughs> very, drops, but, it, but you decide at the last second not to, so it, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thanks for coming on the show. We enjoyed having well, you. Thank you for having me. Time to visit, and I hope that uh, you're. Are you? Are you in? In, and not embroiled. Um, <laughs> you embroiled like like a steak or something. No, was, are you embroiled? <laughs> yes, there's 45 enemies in the tree line. And, and <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking about. The, uh, uh, oh. Are, are you snowed in up there yet? Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> not this year. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> well, we've been we've been staying in like upper thirties and forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, got got our first snow last month, and it's kind of stuck around. But normally, I have like between three and four feet of snow by this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of odd. Yeah, we'll see if I actually get any snow. But well, I, I did enjoy your running in the snow video that I watched the other day. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing. I want to do another one. I do one every year. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. That and the fight against the snooze. The fight against the, the fight snooze. Against the snooze. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. And we're going to say goodbye. And we will uh, talk to you later. Yes. Right. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you in the fluff again, Captain Boons. Me too. And I can't I, wait to see everybody. I know. Every fur. We will. And I love it. And I wag. Bark, bark. <laughs> Boons, Captain Boons, what a Captain guy! Boons. Yeah, funny, funny man, funny man, funny lion. I love that so much. That was it was so great. I had so much fun just so talking fun. to him. So that was great. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I think the fact that like you know we've seen each other at cons and everything and um, shared some things. Like he gave me an award and everything. I don't know why that should be such a thing, but you know we shared a moment on stage. So that was shared a moment on stage. That's important, right? So I think. Um, we should get to our next segment. What do you say? I say next segment happens about now. Furries in the news. Furries in the news. Between that and your sign-off, it's going to be the entire podcast before two months. <laughs> oh i apologize Uh, i know i know so first of the furries in the news is of course the pacific northwest fandom news it's a new youtube fan news program 
and let's take a listen to his audio spot. PNWF News, your premier source for news on nerd culture in the Pacific Northwest. New videos every Sunday on the PNWF News YouTube channel. So the other thing in there, of course, is Furry Life Online came back online. Yay. Oh, yay. Yay. Then, of course, the last week, just before Christmas, Kyle Gold published a new book. Oh, cool. Yay. Yeah. It's called Where's My Pack? Dude, Where's My Pack? Which is a sequel to his 2014 novella, Dude, Where's My Fox? And I have that. I haven't read it yet, but I have it. <laughs> I have both of them now. I bought them. Oh, okay. So I have, cool. I have to read one and then the other, of course. The the write-up for Dude, Where's My Pack is now settled into the Port City gay community. Lonnie wants to pay it forward. So when he sees Scott looking uncomfortable at a huge party, a huge, huge party huge not tiny but huge party. he takes the white wolf under his wing i'm not sure how another wolf can have a wing but okay but uh, there it is maybe there's an accident or something i don't know it's a, yeah, it's like scott who misses his family's pack he grew up with wants to be more than friends too fast and lonnie's oh. going to have to figure out how to let him down easy yeah brings up a question lonnie doesn't have an easy answer for where is his pack <laughs> Domi Shai, the Academy Award-winning short uh, Bao, they're bringing out several new movies in 2022. Or 20, yeah, 2022. Not 2021, but 2022. Oh, wow. That's that's a long time from now. It's a <laughs> long time from now, yes. But the, the announcements came out. So the biggest one is one called Turning Red. It's a Mei. I think that's how you pronounce the word. Or it's, maybe it's just Mai. It's M-E-I. I don't know how she pronounces it. I'll have to wait and watch the movie in, in a year. I, well, perhaps we won't know how to pronounce it for a whole year. Tune in a year and find out if we remember to talk about it. <laughs> She experiences being a awkwardness of a teenager with an added twist. Not a disco, but a twist. Um, <laughs> Make sure you drop and do the twist. Yes. Uh, she gets too excited. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> really? Yes. That's not what I ex- would expect anyone to transform into when they get all excited or something. I, know, I mean, right? I, that's a wonderful so- thing to do, but I didn't expect that. So it's coming to theaters if theaters are still around in uh, in March of 2022. Who knows if theaters are still a thing a year from now? Who knows? They might not be. I know Regal's gone, so it might just be a whole bunch of big, huge flying caterpillars that carry movie screens on their backs and they fly around. And you have to ask me what I'm talking about. What are you talking about, Taven? I have seriously. No idea, but thanks for asking. I know, because I've never seen a flying caterpillar, because they turn into a butterfly, and then they and then, fly then, around. And then they fly. Okay, so the, it, sometimes the like um, <laughs> linear progression of things gets messed up in, in my fluffy brain. You kind of put the cart before the horse, which... I put the emphasis on the long, on the long, on the long horse, is what I did. I long. put the emphasis on the long horse. Right, yeah. I like uh, that. So that's the E-L-H. So we now have the E-L-H. The E-L-H. The emphasis on the long horse. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything in the uh, news category, 
my friend. I do. Something that a lot of first probably know about, so it's not like a new thing. It's been going on since I think 2001 or something. The Ursa Major Awards. For any for that doesn't know, there are yearly awards for anthropomorphic novels and writing and games and things like that. Okay. Um, they've been going, as I say, since 2001, 2002 or something. And they've got some, you know, notable stuff in there, helping the furry community just recognize um, who they are and everything. So, for example, last year, Stars uh, won two categories, Best Dramatic Series or Short Work category and the, the Best Graphic Story uh, isn't that exciting? Yeah. And then, for example, House Pets oh. actually won first place for best comic strip. And they, they list the next four runners up in, in order. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, House Pets is still going strong. And the best magazine category, Dogpatch Press, got oh, um, nice. got in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's, nice. that's pretty cool. Um, and I, I wanted to point out the best game was the mm -hmm. Untitled Goose game. Now, have you heard of this game, Barely? It sounds like it could be a little risque. <laughs> um, so I actually have this and have played it, and I call it Honky Goose, actually. I mean, it's okay. really called Untitled Goose Game, but I call it Honky Goose. And you're... So you play the part of this little goose that runs around and you can honk and flap your wings and stuff. Did you ever play that game? Well, you probably didn't, actually. It's uh, So, well, I won't try and remember what the game was, but it's one of these games. Are you talking about Flappy Bird? Not Flappy Bird. It's actually not like okay. Flappy Bird at all. It's oh, okay. one of those games where you have to like do something to to in order to make this other thing happen. And then that makes another thing happen. So it's like a puzzle game where you have to like do things in a certain order. It's actually pretty cool. And apparently others think so because it won first place in the best game category. And hopefully, I'm hoping, because you can still submit submissions for the 2020 nominees. And I'm hoping someone posts um, our podcast here as one That'd of the... That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Can we nominate ourselves? I don't know. So Cassidy Civet is on there mm -hmm. as a nomination. I don't know if she put herself or someone else did. So hopefully somebody submitted us. And if you did, thank you. <laughs> and if you didn't, we love you anyway. <laughs> and we love you anyway. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, we already have one award under our belt, so we're good, you know. We do. We have the we have the A and W what was that? For the most <laughs> unique that? video. Yeah, most, most unique, unique predict production, I think, something like right. that. Which no one has ever accused us of not being unique. I, I have a feeling anywhere I am, it's going to be a unique experience. It's probably not going to be a good experience, but it will be a unique one. <laughs> we did this kind of a segue into FC 2021, the virtual um, con that's coming up on the 15th through the 18th. Welcome to Holly Woof. Holly Woof. And that's in two weeks from today, for two weeks from this release. We're hoping to pull off a live podcast recording. Yeah, And you you submitted a couple of uh, videos, did you not? I, I did. Actually, four of them. And I don't know how it's going to work out yet. I've been talking to the scheduling guy. I think one of them is going to be an hour-long thing. And then the other three, if he accepts them, are shorter things that will probably be in the... FC Unleashed, the variety show thing on Sunday. So hopefully those get accepted and uh, we'll see how it goes. They're going to do FC Unleashed, huh? Wow, cool. They are. Um, I think, I don't know if they're calling it that, but because um, he just said our variety show. So yeah, I think it's going to be entirely different, but I'm looking forward to it. You have anything other for the news? I think that we've got a lot of news today. We've got a so. lot of news, a lot more. Usually we don't have any, but there's been something it's... going on apparently. Now, technically, this is a math week, but you said you have a story you want to share. It's a it's a short story. It's not like one of my normal short 
uh, story time with Taven things. It's like a short little okay. uh, story that I saw just this past week that I like, oh, I want I want to just talk about it. And um, I won't tell you the name of the story. And my math is actually going to be short too. Not like the one with Path episode. Oh my cow. I was listening to that. I was like, Taven, will you shut up? Oh my Lord. I had no idea that, I guess I kind of had an idea, but wow. I just went on and on. Anyway, how does any fur even put up with me? My cow. But so this is it. So I won't even tell you the, the title of the story because as you listen to it, at one point you realize what it is. It's actually a rendition of an original story, and you'll realize what the original story is once I get into it. Why don't you get into it instead of just telling me? Why don't I actually get into it? (laughs) So there's this couple, Mr. and Mrs. Hill, Bob Hill, and his new wife, Betty. And they're driving along in, where's Transylvania? We're Captain, or Captain, it's where, uh, not Darth Vader, uh, Dracula. (laughs) Yeah, maybe Darth Vader too. I don't know. Darth Vader has a vacation home in Transylvania. <laughs> right. Of course. So, Dracula. so um, and monsters and stuff. So they're driving through uh, Transylvania. I think it's actually in Hungary. Really? That I is something so, yes. I did not. We'll have to look that up for trivia for next yeah. week. Because yeah. that's something I don't actually know. And and they're they're always wanting to eat because they're in Hungary. That's obvious. Anyway, that's not part of this story. So they're they're driving in a country road, along a country road, kind of. There's nothing to be seen for miles. So it's one of those roads, and it's dark and rainy, and they're just trying to get home to their hotel or where, wherever they are, because they're in Transylvania. I don't think they actually... Their names are Mr. and Mrs. Hill. They probably don't live in Transylvania. I don't know. Anyway, they're dri- driving along. You know, it's rainy, and, you know, it's the type of rain where you can't even see in front of your face and all that. And he starts taking a curve, and he takes it just slightly too fast, and the car skids and runs into a ditch and then into a tree and it's horrible and um it takes like a minute for mr for bob to to wake up so he looks over at his wife and his poor wife is unconscious and and has uh bruises and cuts and everything and and he's like, well, I've got to get to a to a phone and, and call someone, even though there's nothing around. So he picks her up and hauls her off and starts walking, walking. And actually not too far away, he sees a light in the distance. Don't go to the light, Mr. Hill. No, that's not part of this joke, but I had to say that. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he goes to the light and uh, to the big house. Turns out to be this big house. And he goes to the to the door and knocks on the door. I see your face. You're just waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> oh. I love you. Um, so, so he's so he knocks on the door and he's holding his wife and everything. And of course, he's like so out of breath, so tired, so exhausted from like the car accident and the trying to carry his wife. She's not a like slim thing either, you know. So finally, the door opens and it's a little old man. He's hunched over and everything. He's I think in Transylvania back in those days they called it a hunchback or something. And no, they're mm-hmm. not in Notre Dame. They're not in Notre Dame. They're in Transylvania. So mm-hmm. Bob says, please, please, could we, uh, my name is Bob Hill and this is my wife, Betty, and we did, we're just in a horrible, horrible accident. Could we please use your phone? The little, little hunch, hunchback says, I don't know if he's old or not anyway, but um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be eldish or anything. And he says, sorry, we don't have a phone, but you know, uh, my master is a, is a, what do they call it? Doctor. So let me go get him and uh, we'll see if we can take care of you. So come on in. So they, they come in and right away he gets his master. His master is all nicely dressed and he comes up and says, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid that uh, my assistant here has led you astray. I'm really a scientist. I'm not a doctor. 
um, but I have a little bit of medical training. Maybe I can still help you out. And so he says, Igor. So, of course, you know what this story is uh, akin to. <laughs> Igor. Now it's pronounced Igor. Show them the way. Let's go down to the laboratory and, and set them up and we can take care of them. Like, okay, okay. So they go down to the basement. Okay. It's a little scary. It's this laboratory in Transylvania. It's got all this sciencey stuff all around stuff, workbenches. Bob is instructed to put his wife on the on the, one of the workbenches. So he does so. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's so tired and exhausted and just almost dead and everything. <laughs> Pretty much. He just passes out right there. And so Igor picks him up because he's a strong hunchback apparently picks him up and puts mm-hmm. him on the workbench next to next to his wife and after a little bit of examination the, the scientist says wow this is this is they need a transfusion right away this is really bad both of them so they're getting this stuff and they start working on them or working on them but unfortunately uh, to no avail to no avail I don't know why I'm emphasizing that but to no avail poor Bob and Betty are no more they couldn't save them and it's unfortunate and the scientist he gets really depressed about this this makes him really feel bad so he goes up uh, to the third floor he has a conservatory where he ha- where he has a grand piano and this is where he goes to console himself to take solace whenever he's um not feeling well or depressed or whatever and this makes him feel mm-hmm. better and this is one of those houses, you know, where it echoes, it echoes throughout, throughout the entire, the entire house. house. You know, you, you can, can hear it everywhere, everywhere the, music the music from this piano, piano, piano and nice echoey sound. So he begins to play a kind of haunting uh, melody on his piano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, all this while, no, I'm getting there. I promise I'm getting there. Um, all this okay. while, Igor is still... it was still, a short story. It, well, I thought it was going to be, but I lied, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, so all this time, Igor is uh, down in the laboratory cleaning up and, you know, feeling kind of bad himself about this whole thing. Uh, so he's cleaning up and out the corner of his eye, he sees the wife, Betty Hill. She she makes it, she twitches her finger and then, then she kind of moves her head a little bit. And then also the Igor notices Bob starts moving his head and, and then he sits up and this is a miracle. This is amazing. And Igor is overcome with joy this is amazing right away he runs up to the conservatory to tell his master this great amazing news that everything's okay he bursts into the conservatory and yells at his master 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 the hills are alive with the sound of music wow (laughs) and that my friends was that wow that was the longest setup for a really, really bad joke. <laughs> I had to. I just had to do it. I just couldn't not do it. Thank you, all you furs, if you maintained um, through that journey that we just had. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's take you into math then. <laughs> Okay, um, and this one actually, really, it, I, I don't think it'll be that long, but. My podcast flu is getting empty. Okay, okay. We can't have that. So two little things. One is the birthday problem. This is just little fun facts. The birthday problem, quote unquote, is that, right. So, uh, you know, we all have birthdays and everything <laughs> like that. And okay. and the, the, quite, the kind of the problem, the little mathematical thing is if you have a certain number of people in a room, what's the probability that at least two of them have the same birthday? And probability can figure this out, and it's just really interesting. So, for example, of course, if there's only two people in the room, there's a very low probability they'll have the same birthday. I mean, it's very 
duh. Um, but if there are, if there's say skipping leap year, <laughs> if there are 365 days in a year, if you have 366 people in the room, that's a big room, then there's a hundred percent chance that at least two of them have the same birthday. So, and then you might wonder how many people does it take to have 50% probabilities and all that. It turns out that you only need 70 people in the room to have a 99.9% probability that two of them have the same birthday. It's pretty interesting to go from 366 down to 70 just to like, just lose a 0.1%. And this is a true thing. I'm not building up to some like really bad joke. I promise. I promise. I'm never quite sure whether or not you're building up to a joke. I know. <laughs> I see your face and I, mm-hmm. I, I know, I know. Um, but no, this is really true. This um, is interesting. And actually, and this assumes that each day uh, is equally probable for, you know, for those people to have date. You know, it's evenly distributed over the year. But of course, hmm. if you look at Beth, Beth, birth records, it turns out that it's not equally probable. Like it turns out that more people have a certain birthday on a certain day than other people. And so there is kind of the weighted thing. And because of this, it's Mm. actually proved that you only need 23 people in a room to ensure that 50% chance that two of them have have a birthday. Only 23 people and have the same birthday. I mean, so it's pretty. Mm. And then this generalizes to like, more than two people. For example, you only need 88 people in a room to ensure that you have a 50% chance that three of those people have the same birthday. Uh, you need 187 people for four people to have a 50% chance. It, it, so this has actually been analyzed and actually has real world applications. And you can go on Wikipedia and like find all the, these things. Okay. So the other thing I have, which is actually even faster than that to talk about is because I this is more of, in a way, this is a PSA. Because I have this uh, a little bit of it. And again, it's not a joke. I promise okay, it's another real promise. thing. Okay. I, okay. I promise. I, I have this little bit of a pet peeve where people like, you know, divide by zero, that equals infinity and stuff like Like, no, it does not. So, for example, there's these <laughs> things in math. I have a, there. A lot of people don't have an issue with this. This pup has an issue with it. So okay. there are these things called indeterminate forms, and these are just things that can't be determined what they are. For example, zero times infinity. That's indeterminate because zero times anything is zero, but anything times infinity. I mean, that's like really, really big, going on forever. What? What is it? It's so mm-hmm. it's an indeterminate form. Totally depends on the situation. Zero to the zero power. Well, zero to any power is zero, but anything to the zero power is one. So which is it? You know, it's not. And in the same way, infinity to the zero power. So infinity is just the concept of going on forever. It's not an actual mm-hmm. number, mm-hmm. unless you talk about the generalized real number system. But I won't talk about that. Now. Um, Please don't talk about that. I, no, I won't. That, that's that's fake news. I don't like to hear that. It is fake news. Um, infinity minus infinity is another one, you know, infinity should be zero or infinity. Now, the one that everyone, even when people are taking algebra, this is what they learn they should not do. Don't divide by zero, right? But they do it anyway. And it's not infinity. It's like, it's an indeterminate form because if you take zero divided by zero, well, when you take the same number divided by itself, you should get one. But if you divide by zero, you get blow up and everything. So which is it? So it's actually an indeterminate form. So you first, please don't say that zero divided by zero equals infinity. So iPhone's Siri will actually disagree with you too. Would you like to hear Siri's explanation of why you cannot divide, take zero divided by zero? Well, sure. Okay. Well, let's hear it, shall we? Siri, what is zero divided by zero? 
Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. <laughs> so you see, I mean, that's logic right there. So uh, anyway, don't do that. And that's my math for this week. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Awesome. Oh, my cow. This is craziness. I, I fear that I'm like rubbing off on you and making you a little bit more crazy than you are. And for that, I apologize. That's all right. That's all right. So I think I think our podcast actually might be coming a drinking game, just to say. Really? An, an oh my cow drinking game. Whenever the oh my cow phrase is said, I think we will take a drink. Oh, <laughs> I see. Well, that's exciting. Um, I'd be interested to hear how that goes. So any fur that wants to try that, let us know how it goes. I think it should be a drinking game for us, too. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Put some water in my puppy dish, of course. There you go. There you go. So that takes us up to our section on really bad jokes. What do you say? I say, yes, let's do that. There's there's a joke that I'm going to tell today. And there's a pool on the BFFT chat about whether you're going to not understand the joke or whether you're going to crack up laughing. Oh, one of those. Because <laughs> it's it's been known to happen both ways to me on multiple occasions. <laughs> both ways. So I'm going to start with that joke, and we're going to see what happens here. All right. Okay. You remember, you know William Shatner, right? Captain Kirk? Not personally, but yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is, uh, Captain Kirk. Well, after after the original series of Star Trek, he had to try other avenues of income because he wasn't a star anymore. He was just, I mean, back in those days, the studio owned you. So you left the show, the show was over, you had to make money somehow. So he started a women's lingerie line. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, it was short-lived and not very popular. I mean, who wants to wear something called Shatner panties? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really? (laughs) I, I did. I did. I got that. I, you don't. Really, okay. Oh my! Finding Nemo. I was trying to do a Leonard Nemo joke there, but that didn't work. But yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Good. Stuff. Leonard Nemo joke or Leonard Nimoy? Nimoy. Oh, I didn't even get that right. I didn't. <laughs> no, Spock was not a fish. He wasn't a fish. No. Oh my oh. cow. No. No, I, I got that. I got that. And I agree I would not want to do that. What do you got for jokes from your famous book? <laughs> it's my famous book now, I, I guess. Um, so my book that, for any for that doesn't know, I, I read these jokes from this jokes called Funny Jokes and Foxy Riddles. I haven't read these jokes beforehand, so it's the, before Pa. So the first time I'm reading them and seeing them myself is right now. So it can go Either way, usually it goes to to the really bad way, but we'll see. So there's and there's this picture of a centipede. So apparently the centipede says, "Hello, is this the office of Livingston? 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 And Livingston? Attorneys at law? Yes, it is. That's the other side of the phone voice. They mm-hmm. sound like that. May I please speak to Mr. Livingston? Sorry, he's in court. May I please speak to Mr. Livingston? Sorry, he's in conference. May I please speak to Mr. Livingston? Sorry, he's on vacation. May I please speak to Mr. Livingston? Speaking. <laughs> okay. I was sure it was going to come to a Mr. Livingston, I presume, joke, but it didn't. I, I, it was not punchline. 
And why is it a centipede? But why would a centipede? I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I see. Why would a centipede? I don't know. That's, that's a good centipede. I, I, I was thinking today, I was sitting here, I was trying to do my work, and I thought, you know, I don't. I don't like people that have missing toes. I find them creepy. I have a lactose intolerance. <laughs> um, um, I mean, really, that's all. Um, <laughs> all right, your turn. Wow. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> the <laughs> the fact that I made Tabin go wow is, I mean, that's a that's a goal right there. <laughs> I. <laughs> Goal achieved. So the boy says, Dad, are you growing taller? And the dad says, no. Why? The boy says, because your head is sticking through your hair. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Male bald. pattern baldness. I've always wondered, why they do they call it male pattern baldness? Is it like you go to like Joanne Fabrics and get a pattern for it? And so it's male pattern yes. baldness? It's circular. It's it's very circular. Okay, good. So, and, and I'm surprised that Joanne Fabrics has an actual section in the shop. So, hey, all you males out there that want to be bald, come and get the pattern for your baldness. Yeah, male patterns. Yeah. Now, if you could get really cool patterns, like a star or yeah. a you know, tree or something, you know, that'd be a really kind of fun male, male pattern baldness. We were talking about media earlier. I downloaded and watched the movie Bohemian Rhapsody just the other day. Oh, yeah, they movie? made a movie that. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I know they made a movie, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think it was filmed in a cinema because all throughout it, I saw a little silhouette of a man. Caramouche, Caramouche. Could he do the bandingo? I don't know. But, you know, I looked at the window and there were thunderbolts and lightning. It was very, very frightening to me. Very good. I have to give you props for that. Okay. So, oh, speaking of caterpillars, what is a caterpillar? A butterfly in training? Very, very close. It's an upholstered worm. An upholstered worm. Oh, I get it. I love how you said that, like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I see. So yes. I wish you didn't say it, but yeah. <laughs> really, I wish, you, I wish you hadn't have said it. But 1968 jokes, here we come. All here right. We, here we are. So... <laughs> Do you know <laughs> do you know how to tell how heavy a chili pepper is? Uh why no barely. How do you tell how heavy a chili pepper is? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> it that's <laughs> No, that's actually that's actually pretty good. I I have I no I have no more. That's that's the I I'm ending on that one. I'm ending on a high note. You know, um <laughs> on a red hot note sometimes actually. I Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner or something. I forget how the lyrics go. That that's another one of their songs. That, um, sometimes I feel like I don't have a something because I've heard this song for a long time. Sometimes I feel like I had a friend from the oh city of angels, the city. Oh, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, I stop. <laughs> Do you stop too? Okay, all right. Well. You know what? That takes us to the end of our podcast. And now the end is near. And so we face the final curtain. But seriously. Um, <laughs> no, that's uh, nice and morbid. Okay, good, good. I know. Well, you know, that's the Frank Sinatra song. And now the end is near. And so we face the final curtain. So I face the final curtain. 
and and uh, and so that's why the hills are alive with the sound of that music right, right. there you know i love frank sinatra and i never and that's the song that's from the song i did it my way and i never really paid attention to the lyrics until i was writing the closing for our podcast today and i realized it's a song about dying oh it is when i said that i thought it was a joke but no that's really okay i looked at all the lyrics i was like oh my god this is a song about dying oh wow <laughs> The hills were not alive with that sound of music, that's for sure. They were not. So it was very strange. But uh, on that happy note, I yes. think... <laughs> great, great. Good. You know, we're, we're coming... <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure where we're going with this. I, I'm just like, bleh. We have rambled on for way too long once again. I know, and it's and our, my fault. Our, our, our poor oh, listeners. No, no, it's not your fault. It's both our faults. Um, we will share in the blame of madness. Ah! Share in the blame of madness. That's right. So I think that you and I should do a question and answer podcast where people send us questions and we answer them. Now, I put that out in the world and I've gotten three questions. It would be a very short podcast with three questions. Uh, Yeah, I think. um, So blah, blah, blah. Bark, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Bar, bar, bar. Blah. And that's really pretty much it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So send us your questions to barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or to our Telegram chat, BFF chat. Or. That reminds me, is that a Star Star Wars thing? BFF chat? BFF chat? You you said BFF. So I thought of. um, Oh, like Boba Fett? That's what I thought of when you said that. Who, by the way, makes an appearance in The Mandalorian, for those nerds out there? Boba Fett is really? in The Mandalorian. Well, I'm glad I brought that up. He's older Boba Fett, but he's Boba Fett. So what Barely was trying to say is the BFFT chat. Chat, yes. <laughs> uh, send us a message there, or on Twitter, at Furcasting. And remember, you can help support the show through Ko-Fi and now on Patreon. Barely Furcasting on both those platforms. And be sure to join us next week... And our guest will be Timber Puppers. Timber Puppers! I wag. He's a puppy and I am too, so it'll be good I to pup know. around with the timber. Yeah, timber. I'm not sure why but, he's timber, but... Well, maybe he falls down a lot. Maybe. But if he falls down in the woods and nobody's there to hear him, will he make a sound? Will you hear the fluff? I mean, will really? you hear the fluff? That's a really good question. I'm going to say goodbye. And Tabin, I turn it over to you to say so long. So long, me, or something. I don't know. Like that. I think, wasn't that a joke or something in the 50s? So long, salami? Well, it might have been. We'll have to get a joke book from the 50s and find out. Apparently, yes. (laughs) So, yes, thank you, Every, for uh, if you've been listening this whole time. That's so great for you. Now I'm going to do my hour and a half sign off. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you're not like, being forced to listen to this it's like you got in trouble and now your mom's saying you've got to listen to uh the pupcast now i'm sorry do not like throw the ball at the lamp again so you have to listen to the whole thing we hope that's not the reason you're listening we hope we actually entertained you uh thanks so much and we wag and we fluff and hopefully we'll see you again and hug on that note we'll talk to you next time bark bark Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerves studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded, and directed by me, Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Vegan. 
and is edited by myself and our associate editors, Rain Raccoon and Keynes. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by our music associate, Reg Day, with Damien Tanuki. If you would like to send us a message, you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at BFFT chat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can also help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week. Mm-hmm.